0: let's get on with the show.
1: All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, as well as superhero freight, Stephen Summers. Stephen, welcome to the show.
2: I am so happy to be here, Jen. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we also, I also just wanted to make sure we bring up your website in case people want to look you up right away as they listen sure. to this conversation. Uh, your website is marketplacesuperheroes.com. So to our listeners, yep. if you're into that, look it up and you'll get to learn more as you listen to our conversation today.
2: <laughs> Hopefully they will be. We'll see what happens though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen, first of all, I just have to say I like the name Marketplace Superheroes. Can you tell Thank us you. Um, a little bit about your company and why the name?
2: Shorten it. That's a long story, but I'll shorten it as much as I possibly can. (laughs) So to give people some context, I'm 33 years old now. And when I was in my early 20s, like a lot of people, I was trying to figure out what business to get into, right? Mm -hmm. So long story short, I was very fortunate in that I realized at a relatively early stage that selling physical products was something that I wanted to do because... Most like how to make money, inverted commas stuff is so scammy and still is mm. to this day. And it was really scammy back then. So I thought if I sell physical items, that's something I can get behind. I can believe in and I can feel good about. Mm-hmm. So basically, I told a lot of people that I, I was looking to learn how to sell physical products because up until that point, I was buying lots of different courses. I was mm. doing nothing with them at all. I was just looking at them all. <laughs> and so I was like, I need someone to help me. Mm-hmm. So basically my aunt, who I didn't really see very often, she heard about this. And so she's like, This guy Robert, who I'm still a business partners with to this day. Robert actually sells on Amazon and eBay. Mm. Like to meet him. And I was like, Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So basically I get to meet this this Robert guy, He's a huge big guy with a big beard. And I'm like, This is cool. This guy's this guy's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I spent some time in his warehouse in Northern Ireland and he had two warehouses, lots of staff and stuff. And they sold it, like I say, on Amazon and eBay. I just fell in love with the business straight away. It was a very legitimate business. It was actually real products selling to real people. And so basically I quit my job at the time. I was a data processor, which was mm-hmm. incredibly boring. <laughs> and uh, I, st- I started learning from Robert and I just started like basically working in the warehouse for free, lived in my aunt's spare room and started selling some of the stuff he had lying around the warehouse, kind of secondhand products and things like that. Mm-hmm. I sold them on eBay and I started learning my trade. I started like learning how to code, like uh, HTML listings and things like that. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, Robert and I became really, really good friends. And um, We just saw an opportunity to re-engineer his business and restarted actually because pretty much all the products he was selling were really competitive and mm-hmm. kind of saturated. So we did that and we started researching and finding all these different products we could sell on Amazon. We basically got rid of everything that was there, just the two of us on our own. Wow. And we utilized this thing called FBA, which is fulfillment by Amazon, which mm. basically just means we send some for inventory to Amazon, they store it in their warehouse and they shipped it out on our behalf. And you know, long story short, within about a year, 18 months of starting from complete scratch again, we grew it to about $1.3 million in sales in a year, about that, about 30% net profit margin. So it was pretty good. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, we grew that for like four years that way. And then we can talk about marketplace bureaus later on, but that's how it all started anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a uh, really incredible. And I appreciate you sharing that, that, fa- that backstory. I also like your uh, kind of preference to sell products as opposed to let's say courses or things that aren't as tangible Um, because I know at least in my space being around a lot of digital marketers they're always looking to sell maybe just like a course and stuff like that can you tell me a little bit more about like why a product like selling a product is more important to you or like maybe easier for you to sell than let's say you know like an online course
2: Yeah, well, the good thing is we do all of those things now. And I can talk Mm. about that because we have a very different way of looking at courses, which I'll definitely like to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, like, I mean, initially, whenever I was starting out, like I couldn't have had a course on anything because I was totally like clueless and an absolute beginner (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, in in this whole world. So for me, it was a great thing to get involved in because it was very simple. Like you just, you find something people already want to buy. You make a better offer to those people. And it solves their problem, so they're happy to purchase it from you. It's mm-hmm. obviously much less expensive than buying, say, like a course, mm. uh, and and you know, and lots of experience that way too. But that was a great starting point for me, I suppose. Nowadays, you know, we still sell products on Amazon. We've got lots of partners now that sell mm-hmm. products on Amazon, but also we have an entire, we do have a course business. But yeah. I suppose how we see courses nowadays very differently is like we don't believe we sell courses; we actually sell partnerships. So that was a big change we've had, which was like, it's all well and good selling training, but a lot of our members, for example, they were having trouble with like, how do I ship my stuff from China cost effectively? How do mm-hmm. I get how do I get legal services? Uh, how do I uh, get my translations? How do I do all these things? And mm-hmm. we were like referring all that stuff out. And we were just like, why are we referring this stuff out? Whenever we can do it ourselves, mm-hmm. we can do it better. And we can help that small niche of people, Amazon sellers, with very specific services. So again, about two years ago, uh, we decided to do that and start offering freight services, mm-hmm. superhero freight. And uh, initially we had like app partners and stuff like that that were like we were like trying to outsource it, but it just didn't work. So mm. thankfully, because we sell courses, we're able to utilize that money to fund our own freight company. And I mean, just to give you a bit of perspective, this year, or better uh 2020 uh currently mm-hmm. we have shipped like two million items this year with our freight company
1: wow yeah. that is crazy that's incredible stephen <laughs> so it's but it yeah but it's cooler right because yeah. if
2: if we don't if our if our clients don't succeed right our freight company doesn't succeed right. and all these other services don't succeed and there's no point in them. So we feel like we are partnering long-term with our clients rather than just selling a course and like stepping mm-hmm. away or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah. It's a collective effort. It's kind of the, yeah. uh, all, all ships rise with the tide kind of philosophy. It's like, if we're not successful, you're not successful. If you're not successful, we're not successful. So we need to partner yeah. together. So I really like your attitude on, you know, courses more so being partnerships than your traditional, you know, idea of what courses typically are. Right. Yeah. I think um, I, I think it's uh, fascinating how you have experience working with Amazon and eBay and you know to me eBay um, in my mind I, I, I just don't think about it as much as I do with Amazon and so I'm curious yeah. uh, what is like the defining difference do you feel with Amazon yeah. versus eBay.
2: Yeah, well, eBay is like one of those things. Nowadays, it's like a profit maximizer for us. It's like we get mm. some, you get some sales from it, but it's not really that big a deal anymore. Mm. Although they are trying to reinvent eBay at the moment, and maybe they will. And mm. there's other places like Walmart and stuff like that that are really starting to come along now, which would be great. Uh, but Amazon, the reason it's different is, number one, you're able to access this FBA program, which basically just means, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that you can send a portion of your stock into Amazon's warehouses. And really, in the eyes of the customer, you basically are, you're, you are Amazon in a way, in that hmm. they can see it's it's sold by you, but it's shipped from Amazon. So mm-hmm. the really cool thing about that is that, uh, I don't know if you have one of these, you probably do, but I do. I have a Prime membership. Do yes. you have a
1: Prime <laughs> membership? I do. Right.
2: <laughs> Exactly. There's a lot of people, Mm -hmm. right? And it's Mm -hmm. great because, as you know, you get expedited shipping times from Amazon. You get lots of, I mean, I have to say, Prime Video is amazing now. Some great shows on Mm -hmm. there. So there's a lot of benefits to being a Prime member nowadays. And so obviously with eBay and places like that, you're always dealing with a third-party seller who is shipping it themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of them are great. We did it for many years. But at the end of the day, you're just not getting the service and the trust that Amazon have developed for many years. Now and mm-hmm. I do think like there's an opportunity for other people to come into the market and offer value in this area, but uh, Amazon are definitely firing away the the leaders in that area. You know,
1: yeah, it, I really appreciate you uh, explaining that because I think that's what I appreciate most with Amazon is they have uh, kind of mastered that uh, consistency, you know, for customer yeah. service and stuff. Where you know eBay, like you said, it's third party and every party you know approaches yeah. maybe their shipping uh, differently. So, um, yeah. so that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah. And inside an Amazon warehouse, like it's incredibly complicated stuff. Like, I mean, even just not to get into the minutiae of it, but like if you're selling a really small item, Mm -hmm. I mean, to ship that out and get it tracked is very expensive. But Amazon, because they're shipping so many items, they can get that cost right down so they can they can do things that like, you know, most people just cannot do because they don't have the volume of uh, shipments, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well let's talk a little bit more uh, Stephen about what you do at marketplace superheroes. Um, sure. I know that you uh, specialize in building Amazon e-commerce business. So tell us a little bit about that like let's say a client comes to you and they're like, I want to build an e-commerce business take us through that process.
2: Sure. so the big thing about us is we, ha- we use something called the uh, the marketplace methodology of selling, which mm-hmm. just means that we go to Amazon and we treat it a little bit like a stock market. Mm. where we're looking at products and we're looking at where are low competition products that the offers in that market are poor and the Mm. product is like a well-defined product so good example of a poorly defined product actually is like a bento box people are like why would that be bad well it's because there's so many bento boxes like which one would you sell like it's so Mm -hmm. hard to know whereas in like something a bit more specific like a i usually use the example of a tomato steak we would say tomato, but I say tomato for oh, okay. well, our, thank you. our friends in the U.S. and <laughs> <laughs> Canada. So um, so tomato steak, which is basically this little thing you use to grow tomatoes, right? So it's mm-hmm. very clear what that product is. Mm-hmm. So so we were looking for items like that. They're low in competition. We can put our own brand. We can get our own brand basically created. Uh, we can get our own products manufactured, typically in the Far East, but not mm-hmm. always And then we ship them over to US or UK or Australia or Canada. Now we've warehouses Mm -hmm. in all those countries and we sell them on Amazon using the FBA thing that we talked about, Shipping Mm -hmm. it in there. I suppose uh, the biggest thing is like some people come to us and they might say, I want to build a brand in like the yoga niche. And I would be like, we're not the people for you because we, as I say, our sellers sell all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. It's literally just whatever the market is telling them to sell, they will Mm -hmm. sell Mm -hmm. and they have lots of them. Mm -hmm. And we underpinning our whole um, kind of, I suppose, philosophy of business is something we call a rule of five, which really quickly just means if you've got five products, Mm -hmm. you sell them on five different Amazon sites. So not just say Amazon.com, you can sell in Dakota, UK, Amazon, Germany, France, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So Mm -hmm. five different Amazon sites, simple enough to do. Then you make five sales per day, per product, per country, average net profit of $5 So real quick, that's five by five by five by five, Mm -hmm. and over a 30-day period, it's like $18,750 net profit before tax, at which point a lot of people get out their calculators because they're like, how is this possible? And so it's possible because you've got a small number of products in a small number of countries making a small number of sales every day. So that's like our philosophy and how we do things, and so people usually come to us with no idea, and we teach them this, and they do well.
1: That's interesting. It's uh, like you mentioned, it's kind of like uh, teaching as if you're teaching the stock market, uh, maybe focusing on what's in demand right now. Um, Like if Mm. someone comes to you for something specific, like, hey, there's a specific product, um, it may be a little difficult to work with them. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, like, I mean, because I suppose one of our big things is right it's easier to fulfill demand than create demand. And mm. that goes for any business yeah. under the sun. I think like even if you're listening to this uh, this interview today and you're in a completely different business, I would still mm. tell you like look at fulfilling demand and actually speak to your clients if you can as well and find out what are their problems. Like we, we still use that exact same methodology in what products and services we offer our sellers that mm. we're teaching because we're always looking at, you know, Uh, For example, product research is an area a lot of our members want more and more information on, want more and more help on. And so when you really fulfill the demand for, well, what do people want that area? How can I help them more? You just do better. And we use the same philosophy on Amazon.
1: Yeah. So I'm curious to know uh, did you notice, did you, uh, yeah, notice like what was, let's say, most in demand in 2020? Well,
2: that's a that's an interesting point because we we actually don't typically go along with trendy products at mm, all, mm-hmm. right? So we go the other way because what would have been big on Amazon twenty twenty, you know, face masks and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. right, blew up like crazy. But interestingly enough, home home fitness equipment, home office equipment went insane, and some yeah. of our members it just so happened that they were selling those items, and 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 that would have been based on research before twenty twenty, right? Mm. So. What happened with a lot of our sellers is their Amazon sales multiplied very quickly because obviously there was a, you know, back in March, et cetera, 2020, April and so on. The world was kind of locked down and Amazon was available. So Mm -hmm. like I've seen people treble, even quadruple their sales in that time, which is kind of crazy. And it's, it's kept going now, even after that. Mm -hmm. Um, so they would have been the big areas but typically for our our sellers we're looking for stuff that's been well established they're really like non-interesting products that only (laughs) make a small number of sales a day Mm -hmm. we really keep away from what's trending what's hot that we leave that to all the other people uh because we like having products that there's there's millions of them that like even i I was just doing a video for youtube today right Mm -hmm. it's this thing called a a grave saddle And I'm like, I don't even know what a grave saddle is, right? It sounds so odd. It's this little thing you literally put flowers on, on like a grave in a graveyard, right? Which is crazy and a little bit more. But it's, but a lot of those sell, right? And it's like, you would never think to sell that, right? It's certainly not going to be on like a a Facebook ad or something like that. And they're the kinds of items, weirdly, that we're looking for, you know?
1: Yeah, it's kind of the more like steady items. I feel like that kind of long transcend. Tail. Yeah, long tail. Yeah, um, yeah that transcend uh, whatever is trendy right now is what I'm hearing. Yeah,
2: because cause again, you can make a ton of money getting in on trends. And like, I mean, I did a case study with one of our members today and he was selling a home fitness uh equipment type product and he he said it himself he's like you know this is not a marketplace superheroes like approved product or anything mm-hmm. but, but he brought it in and he just said like it's gone absolutely insane because of the current situation so certainly yeah. you can ride the wave it's hard to know how long his sales will keep going with that item right. but i mean hey it's going well now so that's good but we do like we like steadier items like you said for sure
1: Yeah. Honestly, if I were in your space, I probably would take your approach because I'm, I'm not big on the, (laughs) like taking big risk in that sense. And like, yeah, you could ride the wave, but how long will that wave go for? And then once it's gone, it's like, okay, what's the next thing? And you're always looking for the next thing. And some people get a kick out of that, that, but for me, I'm like, I don't know. I can only do that for so long. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice staying under the radar and just quietly making a nice bit of money. That's always a nice thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I want to switch gears to talk more about the entrepreneurial side of what you do. But before I do, I just want to make sure I've covered all my bases. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about marketplace superheroes or uh, superhero freight?
2: Uh, Not really. I mean, I think they've got a good sense of what those companies are. And I'd be happy if you want. uh, I can definitely uh, give some ideas as to how we've grown those companies so quickly, like what what we've done and what's worked for us well. If that would help your listeners, I'd be happy to share that.
1: Yeah, let's jump into that right now.
2: <laughs> so great.
1: tell us, um, how, how are you able to, I mean, I, I think part of how I'm thinking you're able to be successful is focusing on the steady items, right? Um, and mm-hmm. in addition to that, what else do you feel um, has really attributed to your success so far?
2: Well, I would say in growing Marketplace Superheroes, the biggest thing we have that I think most people in our space do not have is we have the trust of our audience because mm. we have like gone so... We've just uh, we're at pains to be so transparent as mm. much as we possibly can be with our audience like is as, as in like we share case studies constantly it, mm. we talk like we our members in our group are constantly sharing like i made my first sale and they get excited about that and that's great and uh, myself and robert my business partner like we we show up every wednesday we do a live stream for our members you know we have different members of our team live streaming almost every day so mm. like we're very much build a community And that, and it's taken us a long, like it's taken us six years to do this, you know, but the biggest thing I'd say for anybody listening, who is just in a business and you're, you're trying to build a following, et cetera, is you've just got to be so trustworthy. And there's been so many times, like I could have, we could have made a lot of money promoting something that, you know, maybe we didn't even believe in, but we wouldn't do that because like you might make money short term but the long-term ramifications just aren't aren't worth it. So for me, it's like building that trust, showing up all the time, connecting with our audience. Like they know us, like we're real people. Like we're not just some guys who like sit in, I don't know, or on top of a mountain or whatever. Like we're real normal people. We're not Lamborghini people or anything like that. (laughs) That, That's some pretty huge. And then on from that really, which is a tip for for today that I'd like to share is like having a schedule for what we do. In other Mm -hmm. words, like every single month, We know exactly what we want to promote to our audience because we are more than happy to promote things that we create because we Mm -hmm. believe they're going to help our audience succeed further. So Mm -hmm. every month we promote at least one, if not two things. But in between that, we have so much content. Like we're putting out YouTube videos, podcast interviews, Mm. podcast, like talks we do and stuff because we're all about two things, content and connection.
1: Mm, When you build those two
2: things in place, people are happy to buy from you then, you know?
1: I really appreciate you um, stressing that because I think that maybe for the starting entrepreneur they take for granted the power of building a community um, even yeah. now I think about like outside of what I do here I work with my husband and literally today that's what I was telling him I was like I was like we need to build trust like we you know we got yeah. we got all this good stuff we have you know we have all these amazing things all these amazing offerings, but ultimately now we have to build this community and yeah. uh, and we don't and it's about building it right, not building it fast and to hear that it took 100%. you six years to do it. Um, is actually pretty inspiring to me to know that like, it's like, once yeah. you have that, like no one can take that away. Like no one, I mean, obviously if, exactly. the, if something crazy in the media happened, but for the most part, you know, when you build that community, yeah. it, it's it's hard to, you know, to, to lose that.
2: It's a hundred percent. And that's the thing, like, I mean, I often tell people who are looking to go down the line of, of doing courses and things like that and want to build a community. It's like, if you want to do that, it's great and it's mm-hmm. totally possible, but in most spaces, especially where it's a little bit more competitive, It's not going to happen overnight, but it can happen quickly. Uh, It it can, for sure. Mm But With us, like, I mean, even like two years ago, we launched a coaching program in -hmm. our business. And so it's a bit more of an investment than our main program, for example. And, you know, for the first number of months of that program, we did fine. We were selling it. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't selling like it is today. And Mm -hmm. I think that's because like we, a year ago, made a really concerted decision, which was to go all in on content with YouTube to make Mm -hmm. really good stuff and to relearn that platform. And even now, like we don't have like a hundred thousand subscribers. We've got like nearly 15,000 subscribers now, Mm -hmm. but here's the thing though, people that watch our videos, they are so like the amount of people that watch our videos, we have more subscribers than non-subscribers watching our videos which in our space i've been told by a couple of people or friends of mine big big channels they're like we've Mm -hmm. never seen these numbers before it's it's very rare that like customers will continually come back and watch content Mm -hmm. and so that's been a thing for us it's like small is mighty like we are an eight-figure yearly company Mm -hmm. we don't have like you know a bazillion people on our email list or something like that and i think as well It comes from what I just talked about and also another thing to consider is the three ways to grow a business from Jay Abraham, right? Which for anybody who doesn't know really quickly, there's only three ways to grow any company, right? Mm -hmm. First is more customers. The second is higher average transaction value. And the third way is selling more frequently to your customers. And we follow those rules with marketplace superheroes, like to the degree of superhero freight, that was an entire new business based upon our customer base. We don't sell that to anybody else. And yet, you know, it's gone on to be a multi-million-dollar business very quickly. So I think that's something for anybody listening today as well to pick up on is like, when you do have a community and you're building trust with people, just know that like you mm. can sell different things to those people and they'll be happy to purchase them because you're only, you're not selling products, you're selling solutions to problems. And that's huge. And some people say that, they don't really do it, you know, or they don't really believe it. That's what they're doing, you know?
1: Yeah. Wow. Stephen, you dropped a ton of knowledge today. Uh, wow. I'm just mind blown. I was even taking notes secretly as you were <laughs> talking here. Um, but I just want to thank you again so much for your time, for being on our show here. Uh, before we part ways, any final closing thoughts to our listeners, uh, our listeners here at the Thoughtful Entrepreneur?
2: Definitely, yeah. Seeing as it's got, we're in the thoughtful entrepreneur, I'd like to give you a thought for today to finish up on, which is and it's changed my life. Right, it's a very simple idea. Mm-hmm. It's you have to produce more than you consume. And I know it sounds simple but a lot of people they don't do that they are spending way too much time like consuming content rather than actually doing something with it and that's just yeah. something I'd like to leave for everybody today I talked about having a promotional calendar in your business don't just consume that actually go and do that in your business like literally sit down and go for the next 90 days what content am I going to put out what programs can we put out and then actually create and then decide what way you're going to deliver, the, deliver those promotions and go and do that. I'm telling you now, if you actually commit to something like that, uh, you, your business will change. Equally, on the other side, if you don't have a business and you're liking what we're hearing about the Amazon stuff, mm-hmm. like don't just listen to me. Go watch our YouTube videos. See what you think. And if it's for you, go and produce. Like, Go start ordering stuff. Go, go get your business going. You know,
1: Love it. Wow. Stephen, thank you again for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Stephen Summers, co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, also superhero freight. You can learn more about him and his company at marketplacesuperheroes.com. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.
0: Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com guest.